Hey, we're going to talk about probably one of the most famous scriptures about fear. Hang on. I'll be right back. Thanks. Hey there. Blessings to you. Welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin, and I am so glad that you stopped by. Thank you for taking the time. That really means a lot to me. I hope that this message will bless you. Walk in the Word is a podcast that is dedicated, committed to helping us to walk according to the Word of God. All right, we are getting right to it. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. If you're a believer... This scripture is everywhere on everyone's tongue. All right. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That's the King James Version. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Again, this translation, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. I will also read from the New International Version. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I'm actually going to read from one more translation. Um, it's going it's going to be the the Passion translation. So, give me just a moment. And so, Second Timothy one seven. This is Paul, the Apostle Paul, who is talking to his son in the gospel, and his name is Timothy. So he wrote letters to Timothy. That's 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, obviously. So, so let me read from the Passion Translation. For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty power, love, and self-control. So he didn't give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us the Holy Spirit. And it is the Holy Spirit who gives us mighty power, love, and self-control. So I was reading, um, I was read. I actually read all of 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy as I was, you know, just going over this. And Paul, Timothy's spiritual father, um, was giving him instructions and he was telling him, like in 1 Timothy, he was telling him how to uh, manage the church, how to oversee the church, how to how to be um, a leader, how to deal with different circumstances, different kinds of people, different situations. He was giving him wisdom on how to manage God's church. So when he gets to 2 Timothy uh, in chapter 1, He is telling him that because, Timothy, 
you are going to come in contact with some persecution, some suffering, some ungodly people. I need you to remember that God has not given you a spirit of fear. Remember, Timothy, that as you go through this this suffering and these persecutions, as you go through people in the church not doing what uh, they should do, as you go through leading, and even though you're young, and as you go through leading those who are older than you, as you go through all of the challenges that those those um, situations bring, as you go through all this, Timothy, remember, because actually um, in verse six, he says, therefore, let me remind you, Timothy, that the gift that God has placed in you, I need you to rekindle it. I laid my hands on you and through my laying on of hands, God transferred this gift that was actually placed in you by your grandmother and your mother. I need you because when Tim, when Paul laid his hands on Timothy, he was confirming the gifts. And so he's telling Timothy, please remember this. You are gifted for this work. You are anointed for this work. You have been called for this work and you need to remember Timothy that you have to stir that gift up. And because you are going to, and because you're experiencing it, because he talks about Timothy's tears in uh, previous verses, but later on, as you experience the persecutions and the suffering, Timothy, remember that you don't have fear. That when fear tries to come up, it doesn't belong to you. What does belong to you or who does belong to you is the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit that is in you because of your faith in Christ. The Holy Spirit is in you. And because you have the Spirit of God in you, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, you have power. You have mighty power. You have love because you're going to need love. Listen, you're going to need power to be able to pray these demonic forces down. You're going to need power to be able to pray against the work of the enemy to push the enemy's hand back. You're going to need power to pray over the saints. You're going to need power to pray over those who are rejecting you and rebelling against you because you're young. You are, you're going to need power to stand. You're going to need power to continue in the godly character and the morals that you have learned over the years as you were growing up. You're going to need power, Timothy. So remember that that power is in you. You don't have to go look for it. You don't have to go search for it, but it's right in you. And you're going to need love because without love, everything you say and do, as Paul says at another time, is but tinkling cymbals and sounding brass. It means nothing if you don't have love. But because you have the spirit of God in you, you have love. 
You have love, you have mighty power, and you have discipline. You have self-discipline, Timothy. It's in you. You have self-control. Listen, Timothy, you're going to need self-control. Because sometimes you're going to want to run. You're going to want to break down and cry in front of folks when you need to stand firm on the word of God. You're going to need it. You're going to need self-control when these women throw themselves at you because you're in a position of authority. You're going to need self-discipline when uh, those who are not of the faith want to come in and pull out the saints from your, uh, from under your covering. You're going to want to throw some hands, Timothy, but I'm telling you, you have self-control because you have the spirit of Christ living in you. So remember (laughs) the spirit of fear is gone from your life. So what does that say to us? Even though he's talking to Timothy, but it's in the word for something. So what does that tell us? And why is this scripture such um, such a foundational scripture for the church, for the Christian, for us, for Christians? God has not given us a spirit of fear because we are surrounded by things that make us afraid. We are surrounded by situations, by people by things that we see, that we hear, that we take in, that make us afraid. I talked about this early in this series on fear. Fear can come upon us suddenly. And that is one of the first scriptures when you know it, that comes to your mind. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but a power and a love and a sound mind. God is not. This is one of the key scriptures that baby Christians learn. Children learn. God has not given me the spirit of fear. When fear comes, God has not given me the spirit of fear because God wants to remind us. And we must remind ourselves over and over again that it is, it's more of what we do have than what we don't have. Okay, so no, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but what did he give us? He replaced that with something, right? He replaced the spirit of fear that comes from the enemy, that is demonic. He replaced that. And the thing about it is, oh, the thing about it is, He has already given it to us. We don't have to go find it somewhere. That is so amazing. We don't have to go look for it. We don't have to go Google it. We don't have to say, hey, mom, or hey, dad, or hey, bro, you know, or hey, sis, I need your power. I need your strength. I need your help. Sometimes we do now because sometimes we can't make it on our own. But I'm talking about the spirit of fear. The reason we don't have to is because... He is in us. He, the Holy Spirit, is in us. There is no fear in the Holy Spirit. Listen, the Holy Spirit is uh, the Spirit of Christ, right? The Spirit of God. Is there any fear in God? Is there any fear 
in God. When I look and think about and reflect on God and learn about God, there is no fear in him. So if there's no fear in him and he is living in us by way of his spirit, Well, that means that we don't have any. That the fear that the enemy puts on us must come from external sources. And even when things happen, this is blessing me, (laughs) y'all. Even when things happen to us, and cause things to occur in us. Fear is an external force that comes. And the only way fear can become internal or fear can take over our minds and our hearts is if we allow it to. Because the Bible tells us, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that we are new creatures in Christ. We are new creations. Old things have passed away. All things are become new. We are walking in the newness of life. Fear, the the, the demonic fear, the fear that causes us to tremble. I'm not talking about the fear of God. I'm talking about the fear that, that moves us to act in our emotions. The fear that causes us to not think, but to react before we respond that fear, the fear that comes to make us cower in a corner, that fear, the fear that occurs where we can't hear from God because our emotions are such a wreck, that fear is an old thing. And this is very difficult to grasp, it is very difficult to lay hold to because fear is so pervasive, because fear is such, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's lurking everywhere. If, if I can put a picture to it, fear is lurking everywhere and is looking for opportunities to grab hold to us. It's looking for opportunities for us to say, come on in, come on in. But that does not belong to you and it doesn't belong to me. Because if you are a believer, if you are a follower of Christ, if you have confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, fear is not your portion. It's not. There is a healthy fear 
It's the fear that causes us to protect. It's a fear that causes us to cover and to watch over. But not the fear that I talked about earlier. Not that fear. That's not of God. So I just want us to be reminded that things will come. Like in Timothy's life, he did suffer persecution. Yes, he did. But he also fulfilled God's calling. And it was up to Paul to remind Timothy to stir up the gift and to remember that God has given you the Holy Ghost. That God has already placed within you the power, the love, the sound mind, the the sound judgment, the discipline, the self-discipline that he needed. He reminded him. And so I'm here to remind us that, no, God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yes, we have power because we're going to need it. You already know we need it. Listen, I woke up this morning. And I was just crying out to God before I even got out of the bed. I was just like, Lord, I'm going to pray this morning. And because sometimes it's a struggle, I get up and I, and I start doing other things. And, you know, and, and I have to, I actually have to rein myself in to say, no, you sis, sis you're going to sit down. You're going to get on your knees or you're going to sit in your chair and you're going to pray. But this morning, I'm telling you, I woke up and I was, I was mad. Listen. I was mad. I, and when I say I was mad, I was angry because I could I could sense the enemy coming, trying to get me to get off track. And I was like, no, we're not doing this today. If I have to walk around this house, if I and I did, let me tell you, I did. I did. This is just a testimony time. I did because I was like, you are not going to distract me today. I'm not going to get off doing nothing else, but I'm going to pray. And so I started walking around my house, y'all. And I started praying and I started binding up stuff. And I started praying for my family, praying for my, for my community, for my neighborhood. Lord have mercy. I started praying because I remember that God has given me power. And I was exercising that power in prayer. And I know that as I was praying, the power of God was moving and doing things. And I believe that's where we need to be at a place of trust, trusting God. All right, we know we don't have the spirit of fear, but let's focus on, let's focus on what we do have, right? Let's focus on who we have within us. We have the living, breathing Holy Ghost. All right, Holy Spirit for some of y'all, okay? <laughs> Same one. We have him. He is in us. And, he, and, and he's given us power. And he's given us the love that we need. Because sometimes we don't want to love. I remember times where it's like, Lord, I don't want to love them. Or I don't love <laughs> Listen, I remember I re- oh my gosh, I remember early on when I started attending uh, my church, early on, the pastor used to say, how are you going to say you're going to learn to love me? How are you going to say you're going to learn to love somebody? <laughs> that used to bother, look, I, that used to bother me because I was like, well, because I don't love them. But I understand now what he was saying was the love that we have is already in us. It's just a matter of stirring it up, right? Stirring that love up. 
Everything that we have had, the power, the love, the sound mind, sound judgment, self-discipline is a matter of us stirring it up. And how do we stir it up? By practicing, by practicing those faith muscles and those love muscles and those um, mighty power muscles. By practicing self-discipline. Oh, I understand it now already in us so we can love our brothers we can love and actually we do we've just listen we've just got to pull off the layers and get down to who we really are and who is really in us all those things that tell us we can't love and and we and we have to be afraid and all of that those things don't belong to us we just got to peel back the layers and we just got to dig deep and we got to get into prayer and we got to get into learning who God is and learning to trust him and learning to look back over our lives and pinpoint those times when God showed himself trustworthy when he showed himself to love us when he showed himself that he gave us the ability to have self-discipline. This was something that I was reminded of this morning, just this morning too, after prayer. And before I started this episode was, God, I, I looked back and I said, wait a minute. That was the time when everything went right in this area. When I did that. So guess what I'm going to do? I'm going back to that. Even though it may seem antiquated because it was years ago, you know, God has already given it to us. We are free saints and ain'ts. We are free (laughs) ain'ts who will become saints. We are free. We are free. I'm going to read this scripture again. And oh, let it bless you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Okay, not, not, not. We don't have it. But what has he given us? The precious gift of the Holy Ghost. He has given us spirit of power, love, and sound judgment. Check this out. Um, It says, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. That means he's given us one spirit, the Holy Spirit. And within the Holy Spirit is contained power, love, sound judgment. So the more we learn about God, the more intimate we become with the Holy Spirit, the more we will see God's mighty power working through us, the more we will see his love pouring out, Lord have mercy, through us, the more intimate involved we become with the Holy Spirit and he becomes with us the more we will see self-discipline take root in our lives that blessed me thank you Jesus all right I am done for today I want y'all to be blessed be encouraged and know that the greater one is in you. Just let him come on through. Let the word of God dwell richly in you. God bless you. Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for 2 Timothy 1.7. Thank you for Paul. Thank you for the Apostle Paul. 
Thank you for his life. Thank you for his struggles. Thank you for his spiritual children. Thank you for your word. Thank you, God, that you left your word. Thank you, Lord, that you breathed your word into your servants so that they could leave us this treasure that is without value, beyond value, priceless. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for teaching us, leading us, guiding us, molding us, making us into your image. Even though we're already in your image, God, you are peeling off layers and getting rid of stuff that doesn't belong to us. Thank you for opening our eyes, enlightening the eyes of our understanding, Lord. Thank you so, so much. You are a treasure to us. Thank you. Lord, I pray that those who just see God, see you as someone out there in the universe. Oh God, I just pray that you would use this lesson. Use this message, God, to show them how personal you are and how personal you want to be. How involved you want to be in their lives. Oh Father, draw them in, God. Let them get to know you. So, Father, I just thank you for it, and I bless you. I bless your people, God, who are listening, and I ask you to keep them. Cover them, Lord. Help us to walk in 2 Timothy 1.7, that we do have power. We do have love, and we do have self-discipline, sound mind, sound judgment. We have it. Help us to rely on you for it. I thank you, God bless you in Jesus name. Well, thank you for being here today, God. I just, I want to say God again, because I'm just like, wow, this is so powerful. But thank you so much for listening. And I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. I pray that um, you would like, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. I say it over and over again. Just please leave your comments. I would love to hear your feedback. Walk in the word with Robin at gmail.com. You can find me on social media at Walk in the Word with Robin on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook as Walk in the Word with Robin. Back up on Instagram, it's Robin's Walk in the Word. But if you look me up, Robin Boone, you will find those attachments. All right. God bless you. Have a great, great day. Bye-bye. See you next week.